This is episode 132 of Shades Midweek. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. We are recording this from Three Stream Studios right out here off of Oxmoor in West Homewood. It's an overcast day. It's winter time. Well, we're, we're approaching winter. Halloween is coming up and we're, we're getting into the season. And uh, it, just feels, it just feels nice. It feels right outside to be a little overcast, a little on the chilly side. And I, as usual, I am joined in the studio by Jonathan Hayes. Jonathan, why don't, real quickly before we get into our segments, Brad is just, it's just one thing after another. With one Brad. thing after the another. The saga of Brad Brown. It's ridiculous. Should we share Brad's other news that he got? I don't know. Are we allowed to? <laughs> I don't know. Allowed? Is this a HIPAA violation? I, d- I don't know. So, well, we'll give the uh, non-detailed version, and then he can decide how far he wants to go into details. The, sure. The non-detailed version is that uh, Brad, after the birth of their child, they had met their out-of-pocket maximum for health insurance, which all adults know means that that means freebie for the rest of the year. Get right. all the health things done. Right. And so Brad is uh, had a few things he's wanted to have looked at for a while, so he's just made a bunch of a doctor's appointments and getting all the things looked at. And so we'll let him share more details. Okay, sure. <laughs> Oh, you made it sound like it was like a bad thing. Or no, something. it's not. I mean, <laughs> I think we told everybody last week you had a kidney stone, so that we're just sharing our medical. That is true. So information. So I don't feel bad. Brad shared my medical information. I can share his. He had a knee injury in high school, and they did an MRI, and he's been walking around on a torn ACL. So, which I don't even know how that's possible. I don't I feel like that'd be very painful. I don't he must understand. have a, he must have a much higher pain tolerance than we think he does. Uh, apparently. So anyway, so be yeah, in prayer for Brad. He's got to decide what he wants to have done about that. But so he's at a doctor's appointment, getting right. like kind of a talking through the options and all that kind of thing. So. Yeah. So be praying for him. He's not with us today, uh, man. But don't pray too hard because clearly he's not in that much pain. <laughs> <laughs> he's been walking around with it for this long. Oh my word. Okay, here we go. Gonna bring something a little more upbeat to you guys this week. New album from Broken Bells. I don't know if I've ever listened to this group. Yeah, so they just put out a new album. The album is called Into the Blue. This song is called One Night. It's one of my favorite jams. On this record, it's got a real 80s vibe, like you were saying, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Do you know anything about Broken Bells? Do you I, know who I, they are? I don't think I've heard of them. So they're sort of a side project, a melodic experimental side project of Danger Mouse. Do you know who Danger Mouse is? <laughs> okay. Danger Mouse and the lead singer from The Shins. You ever heard of The Shins? No. Okay. What is happening right. right now? Brooke Primo just joined us. Brooke. That's right. You can grab that those, headphones, grab those headphones right, headphones right, there, right there. Put so you those can on. hear what's going on. Okay, well, if you haven't heard of the Shins, 
Garden State. Remember that yeah. movie? I, I did yeah. not ever see that Garden State. Big, yeah, that was a big big soundtrack. I'm sure that JM has because he's seen every movie I ever. I own Garden State. A lot of people probably own that on DVD. That was a big DVD purchase in the mid-2000s. Yeah, so this is Broken Bells. This is their album, Into the Blue. This song is called One Night. It's probably my favorite on here. There's a song called Love on the Run that's pretty cool. A little more chill. Yeah, they they do a lot of... It's melodic music. It's kind of indie pop. Sweet. Slightly experimental, too, with some of their stuff. I really enjoy it. I dig it. Yeah. So everybody check that out. Broken Bells. They've put out a few records. This is their most recent one. Check it out. This one's got a 70s vibe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the horns. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm having, like, very specific movies. You know what I almost have right now? I almost have, like, a Rocky vibe. <laughs> yeah. Those horns. Like, he's, like, walking down, silhouetted on the street. I like really it. Really sad about his life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's that's my album of the week. Brooks, good to have you with us. Thank you. Yeah. Came in a little bit tardy. Oh, that's you're right. fine. You're fine. That's all right. Well, good thing you're here now because you are not going to miss Bradford's book club. Okay. Even though Brad's going to miss it. <laughs> you can stop that. We don't have to play the whole thing yeah, when he's not I, here. I agree. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Oh, oh I, I see it and I you like do, it already. You do. So, so I've got a book for us in light of the fact that we are approaching uh, Halloween right here. This is a book that I read earlier this year, Have had never read it before. And I'm trying, I'm trying to read more fiction because um, it's fallen off the map a lot and throughout my life. Um, and I want to read more classics. And so I picked this one up. And so this is none other than Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. And this is a special edition uh, that's got a guide to reading and reflecting at the beginning of it, written by none other than Karen Swallow Pryor. So if you're like a little intimidated of reading older works and stuff like that, she's got a, a pretty good introduction, gives you some background to the work, some context for understanding it and thematically and such. Um, but yeah, I'd never read Frankenstein. And if you've never read it either and you're only familiar with Frankenstein through like pop culture, it is so different. It is yes. nothing like anything you would expect based off pop culture. Let me just start out by breaking everybody's bubble. Um, Igor's not a character, okay? <laughs> just just going to let you know right up front. Doesn't exist. But no, it actually, more than like, it's not really a horror story. I mean, I know it falls in that genre. It's more of a tragedy. Um, and it, it carries really big themes just about humanity, what it means to be human. It carries big themes about ambition uh, and consequence. Um, carries big themes surrounding creator creation relationship, um, loneliness, depression. Um, Mary Shelley, she was a part of the Romantics movement, um, and so a lot of those themes just fit right in uh, with Romantics. And, and and learning a little bit about her, her family background, and then her husband Percy Shelley, who was a poet. I've got a book of his his poetry. That's also just fascinating to kind of take a deep dive yeah. down down there i want to say is this correct i feel like i heard uh she and percy 
and some other writers in that romantic period were like at a cabin on vacation. Yes. And it's like, oh, let's do a dare and see who can write something good. And then that's what she came up yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, like who can write a good ghost story kind of thing, yeah. basically. That's what I do on vacation. <laughs> Just throw out a classic. But yeah, yeah, that's what they did. And um, and yeah, th- that was the starting point of what would become this novel. Um, of Frankenstein and so and it's even it's just written in a fascinating way like you start reading the book and you're like am I reading Frankenstein mm-hmm. yeah because um, it starts like with no characters that you recognize like setting sail on an Arctic voyage and you're like what is happening um but yeah no it was a fascinating read and I thoroughly you read this one didn't you John Mark yeah I read it last year and I like I, I follow Karen Swallow Pryor on social media she has some other special edition yeah, classics. fiction novels. I think uh, she have a version of Pride and Prejudice. Is that right? I think right? so. I was flipping to the back because I know there's a few back here. Jane Eyrie, uh, Sense and Sensibility, okay. Heart of Darkness, and she may have more than maybe, that. Maybe, maybe Sense and Sensibility was what I was thinking. But yeah, I, I grabbed that one because I, actually at Halloween last year is when there I you read go. It. Yeah, yeah, just kind of leading up to it. But yeah, it's awesome. I highly recommend it. Great, yep. great pick. So there's the recommendation. Frankenstein. Read it. Reflect on it. Well, I do think that last week in y'all's mini episode, y'all uh, went ahead and talked about tacos without me. We did. So I, I deserve to at least give my own taco ratings for the one and the only Los Valadores, the official Shades Valley it's taco truck. Tacos. Right. Which, if you didn't listen, you should go back and listen to last week. That way you can know what... Uh, JM's and Brad's ratings were, and you can hear once again how distraught we were when we thought the taco truck had moved far away, but it really just yeah. moved up like 100 feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you hear this, Brooke? No, I haven't listened to Oh, my that. goodness. So we were driving up to the... Do you, you know what taco truck I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It literally, like, so it had a sign out that's like, we've moved, and like had this new address, and we're all losing our <laughs> minds. And it, you can see it from the parking <laughs> lot where it was like it's literally 100 feet away we've moved to over there right right <laughs> pretty much so anyway so here's uh here's what i gave i gave my uh pollo my my chicken taco a 6.7 none of us were like too keen on yeah, the pollo. I don't that think, was that was I, everyone's least favorite. Yeah, I don't think any of us have been too keen on the chicken taco anywhere we've gone. Yeah, I'm not sure why that is. Uh, the Al Pastor, which was Brad's favorite, I gave it 8.5. Love me some Al Pastor. The Asada taco, I gave a 9.5, which is my current highest rating for a taco. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I pulled a JM and had four tacos. Uh, and yeah. so the chorizo, I gave a 7.5. It was, it was a pleasant surprise as well. So overall, I gave Los Valadores a nine, which ties it with La Taquiera Eradura. Because I'm going to say, like Brad said, I almost feel like I need a side-by-side comparison, like yeah. tiebreaker right there yeah but uh but yeah both of those places absolutely fantastic i had never had tacos at los valadores before and so anyway but yeah so those are my picks thoroughly enjoyed it try the asada taco it's yeah it's i had never eaten their asada meat whatsoever last time i got a burrito there i got a asada just to try it it was fantastic it's steak steak, yeah it's steak so so al pastor is like marinated pork 
and asada is the is the steak i think it's the way they season it i don't know it was fantastic probably so the way they marinate it so that puts gordo's firmly in last place right now (laughs) after the three that we've been to right and I and I would I think and, it's and fair to say installments to go right. I think it's fair to say that Taqueria, La Aradura, and Los Valadores are tied, and Gordo's is in last place. Uh, like I said to Brad last week, we need to make it over to Avondale Taco Moro Loco. Oh yeah, um, I think you guys are going to be really surprised <laughs> at how good it is. I'm excited. All, All right. right, we got one more thing to do. Let's take a trip down to the email yeah. corridor. Brooke, you ever been down here before? <laughs> I have, yes. Okay. I have yeah, you have before. <laughs> I have traveled down the email corridor. It's a short one. So Kenny McCants, who's a frequent uh, writer yes. into the email corridor, he wrote into us this week. A couple of things he wanted to respond to, really, I guess, kind of the last two episodes that we've done. So one episode that we did where Brad shared the birth story of Elizabeth Ann and all a that child stuff. child is born. A child is born. At the end of that episode, Brad said that if any single man uh, had listened to that entire episode, that they should win a prize. Oh, 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 I believe he said they could claim a cash prize. Oh. I so, do believe. And last week I heard y'all saying that I was going to be the one to deliver on this cash prize. <laughs> that was Brad. Oh, my Tell word. Tell Kenny how much money he has won. Well, Daniel Lawson's already claimed some. Yes, Daniel Lawson <laughs> wrote in last week and is claiming that he listened to the entire episode and <gasps> is awaiting his prize. So here's Kenny. And also, Kenny starts off the the other episode that he's going to refer to you is know the how when you Taylor were, Swift email. Oh right, right, right. You know how when you were a kid and you'd get like a cereal box that had a prize in it, you would immediately just dig to the bottom or like pull the whole bag <laughs> out or whatever. Right. I think these guys are just skipping to the ends of the episodes to see if Brad's oh. making ridiculous promises. Wait, so. you didn't just open it upside down? <laughs> or, or that. <laughs> well, you pull. So I I am old enough to remember when they would actually put the put prize in the, in the cereal. Yeah. Like oh, so you would find yeah. it as you were pouring. Now they eventually quit doing that and you just pull the bag out and it'd be in the bottom. Yeah. But but yeah. Speaking of cereal and Halloween, I Aldi <laughs> Aldi has been carrying uh booberry. Yeah, booberry. And Cow oh, yeah. Chocula. Nice. Yeah. Name brand. So I so I grabbed those recently. There you go. They're All right. terrible for you. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty much just straight sugar. Okay, good evening, afternoon, Kenny says. I come here to the dusty recesses of this here corridor for a twofold reason. Really hoping, uh, and then he says, really hoping I use twofold correctly. I think I think he did, yeah. right? Fold number one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that part. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not into that as much. That, I'm not comfortable with that terminology. <laughs> he was fine until we got to there. I, I agree. I wish everybody could have seen the face Brooke just made. <laughs> <laughs> I see your idea of a Joseph and Andrew Taylor Swift centric episode and raise you that same idea with a third party. That party being one who neither loves or hates Swift, but has just somehow never gotten around to really listening to any of her music outside of the occasional tune heard on the radio and would be making a live decision as to if Taylor Swift is definitively the best or not. To answer your question, yes, I would be that third party. And yes, the studio would get a little bit crowded, but that just makes it more exciting. So before we get to 
right. fold number two, <laughs> as he says here. Let's address that real quick. I, I don't what, know if what, what he was had, the business about Andrew and Joseph. I don't remember us. I think there was no, there was nothing concrete that we said like, "Hey, we're going to have an episode with Joseph and Andrew yeah. on Taylor Swift." I think Brad, for some reason, mentioned Andrew, or maybe okay. we mentioned both of them. But I actually don't think Andrew likes Taylor Swift, so right. I, I wouldn't. So is Joseph? I wouldn't invite for him for and Andrew's against, or maybe that, maybe that's I don't why. Know. But honestly, here's the deal: we've kind of already. Kenny may have wrote in before he listened to the last episode right, because right, right. Elizabeth Sturgeon is clearly qualified clearly. To, to run that whole episode and talk about Taylor Swift above and beyond, I think, anyone else. Yeah. Oh, we're, get, we're getting Sturgeon in here. Now, That's if, happening. If Kenny wants to come and be a fly on the wall and hang out... I'm fine with that. I, I would be okay. And then we he wouldn't can have give, enough mics. He can give his opinion here and there. But I think Elizabeth Sturgeon, we've already decided that she's going to be the one that's oh, going to yeah. run that episode. She she knows way more about Taylor Swift she, than she, I. I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> I need my mind to be made up because uh, I, oh. I don't know how I feel about her. I loved yeah. watching her interviews. She's clearly an intelligent person. Do, do you use uh, Apple Music or Spotify? Spotify. Uh, we can share a link with you to yeah. the Shades Valley playlist, uh, midweek playlist of Taylor Swift, curated by Elizabeth Sturgeon. Oh, yes. I've been jamming to it uh, for a while now. I've actually also checked out Swift's new album that just dropped. Oh, I haven't, I haven't, the new video made me cry. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. It was I, good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I listened to the first six songs of it, of the new album, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he has I opinions. Did, I did give it a chance, though. He has opinions. Fold number two, Kenny. He says... Brooke cringes every time. <laughs> I wanted on record that I, a single male, had listened to the entirety of episode 130 in its entirety. A feat I hear is to be commended with rewards. Do with that information as you will. Cash prizes, Kenny, coming from Brad Brown. <laughs> and that's a Brad Brown campaign promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you listened to the episode and enjoyed it, Kenny. Congratulations on getting through that. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to have to figure out a prize for you and Daniel Lawson uh, because we don't have any. So, <laughs> I mean, we got books. We can get them bo- get, free we books. We probably got shirts and mugs and <laughs> things of that nature, the yeah, stuff we always have. We can figure out something. Or Brad can just pay up. <laughs> right. It was He's, his idea it was, in the first place. It was. Anyway, well, yeah. uh, Brooke has joined us in the studio today because, as the guys promised last week, what we what we've been wanting to do is uh, an episode centered on the women's retreat that just happened. So, Woo-hoo. first women's retreat since 2019, Yay. Or, or like full blown women's retreat, yeah. kind of sleepaway camp, sleepaway camp. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But we brought Brooke because Brooke was on the retreat, did a lot of worship leading on the retreat and all of that. Um, John, Mark, and myself, obviously, uh, for obvious reasons, were not there at all. Mm-hmm. Not not invited. So what we want to do um, is for anybody that wasn't able to be there or wonders why do we do a women's retreat or what kind of goes on there or blah, 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 all those things, we wanted to like, I mean, these are things that we wonder. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> but I wanted to kind of get an inside scoop. Um, and then for any ladies in the congregation that are like, thinking about or maybe they were on the fence this year and yeah. they were like oh should i go next year really hoping just to give them an idea of, of what goes on. and just here also i mean obviously like what the lord did mm-hmm. um so uh so yeah so what we're gonna do is brooke we just want to 
talk with you for just a little bit, and then we're gonna do some fun, uh, some fun phone calls. And, yeah, and my favorite. Yes, and talk to some other ladies that were on the retreat. So, Brooke, maybe you could start out just by telling us, kind of like, what, what do y'all do? Yeah, <laughs> like what's the what retreat like? What do we do? It is so great. So we've always, well, as long as I've been around going to retreat, it's been at Camp McDowell. Which is just a beautiful place. Where is it? It's in Nuavu. Because I see I see these bumper stickers. Like oh, I'd yeah. rather be at Camp McDowell yes. or something like that. And I sure would. But it's <laughs> um it's no, not I mean, I love being here right now, but <laughs> it's just a beautiful place. Uh it's near like Jasper, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. So um it's just a beautiful place. Like it was fall, you know, we've always done it in the fall. The leaves are so pretty. The nature at Camp McDowell is beautiful, but just, like, the facilities are really pretty. There's, like, this beautiful chapel, which we didn't we didn't do anything in there this year. But um, And I love that retreat. It's just so freeform. It's whatever you need from it. And they always make that clear, like, when we get there. Like, we have things scheduled, and we love, you know, we stay up and talk really late into the night. But, like... If you need your sleep, no one's going to be offended. If you want to just sit in your room and take a nap, or if you want to go on a hike and do art. And, um, I mean, you probably should come to the sessions, you know, because that's <laughs> the main deal of it. But so different from, like, when the men go on a camping trip, because we, like, peer pressure everybody every <laughs> into doing You must everything. go on the you hike. You have to go on the hike. <laughs> <laughs> you must go fishing right now. Oh, anyway, oh, sorry. Can I just say, yes. I, props to your wife, John Mark, because Ashley was in charge of leading the hike. And when it came time for the hike, she was like, peace, y'all. I'm need a nap. And so oh, we, she <laughs> bailed on leading the hike. <laughs> but and so I was like, respect for saying what you need. Yeah. She was like, I need a three hour nap. Once again, so different from how it would go with us. Right. What? You need a nap? <laughs> Suck it up. You Get mean, in you, there. You, yeah, exactly. You mean you can't you can't live on two hours of sleep that you got the night before? And then we go on a hike. Then a lot of public shaming would take place. And, you know, just that's really amazing. No, that's awesome though. Yeah, because awesome. I think the goal is <clears throat> sorry, clear my throat. I think the goal is like everyone wants everyone to like feel refreshed at the right, end. So right. like, well, however you do that. If you're an extrovert, you probably want to stay up all night talking to people. If right. you're an introvert, you don't want to do that. So. Yeah, that's always the goal, and I think everybody has, like, a really laid-back vibe of what do you need to do. But, yeah, as far as, like, activities, we always do an art project led by Amy Ross. Those are always really fun. Some hikes. Hiking is really fun at Camp McDowell. Um, It's real rocky, and there's, like, a really cool bridge over a river. You can go canoeing. We had that. What else can you do? just hanging out and then we do our sessions where some years we've had a speaker in worship this year we kind of just had like Rebecca Lee planned the sessions and it was so great it was like there weren't specific speakers it was just kind of like everyone in a circle just talking like you know she'd give us a topic or something and then we kind of just run with it so I really liked that format awesome awesome but there was worship as well there was worship because you were involved in this were you not Yes, I helped with worship, and Ashley DeRose sang, and Julie right Peterman, and yeah. Penny Steiglide 
Steiglater. Steiglater, yeah. Steiglater. You got it. You got it. Yes. You just got to say it confidently. Everybody was so, no one knew Penny could sing so well. Everybody was like, what, Penny? <laughs> That's awesome. But it was just so fun. Honestly, I was feeling a little nervous, like, ooh, how's it going to go? Because one thing that makes me nervous on those retreats is, like, I don't know how to set up sound equipment. And I'm like, ooh, who knows what this is sounding like. But I just remember getting into the worship and, like, I was in the middle and Jolie was on my left singing the high harmony and Ashley was on my right singing the low harmony. And I was like, this is very fun and <laughs> this sounds great. So, yeah, that was really, that was fun. I love it. I, I It's awesome when you get people singing harmony with you because it makes you feel like you sound so much better. I know. I was it's like, so, I feel so legit right so, now. So, Holly, um, so, like, I... I am not a singer. I, by the grace of God, I can somewhat carry a tune. But Holly sings harmony. I can't. I can't. Like I can't hear it. I can't sing it. None of that kind of stuff. But when she sings harmony with me, I'm like, I sound amazing. Yeah. Um, it really. It bumps. It bumps it up. So. It elevates it. Also, yeah. Jolie Peterman has like a degree in she does. singing. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I am so legit right now. <laughs> But, okay, speaking of worship, you know, the theme was Making Us One, and that was like our theme song, so it was so You guys fun. played that song? Oh, yeah, we played oh, it great. like three out of four sessions. Oh, we played. I love it. We ended on that's it. So cool. Yeah, it was good. That's awesome. What key do you sing that in? What key does a female lead that song Oh, in? I'll tell you, the key on the guitar that I can play. <laughs> <laughs> Normally is, it's in C. I, is it, did you play uh, it in G? I actually did play it in C, I think. Did you uh, no, oh, it? I printed out what you have, and that's what I played. I can't remember if I capoed it. She or did it in C. That's great. Yeah, I remember I was playing a C curious. and an F and a G. That would be the key of C. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys did that song. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, anything particular stand out um, from the retreat, whether it was something funny that happened that you experienced, or whether it was uh, just something that the Lord did in your heart? Uh, personally, anything particular you wanted to to share before we start making some phone calls? Yeah. Okay. My favorite part is always like, okay, at Camp McDowell, the cabins are like um, different rooms, and then in the center is like a common area with a kitchen, and everybody brings snacks, and we just like load down the kitchen with snacks. Nice. So I don't want to say snacks are my favorite part, but <laughs> they were a it's good okay. part. It's okay. Yeah, they were a good part. Amber Little had made these like chocolate truffle. I don't know what they were. They were very good. And your wife had made some really good pumpkin bread. But honestly, just sitting on those couches in the common area and chatting with people and like having a hot tea and, and eating a snack, that is like my food favorite and, part. Food and friends. Yeah, food, food and, and friends. Yeah. And then can't, also Rebecca Lee it. brought her massage gun. Have you seen these things? Oh, oh I think Ashley They're told all me about the rage. that. Oh, let me tell yeah, the massage gun was the hit of the retreat. Let me tell you how much of an impact this had on my wife. <laughs> We own one now. Do you? They were on sale at Costco they, when I got home. So she immediately tells me about it and looks it up on Amazon, and they're on. They were on sale. It was like a flash sale or whatever. I'm like, my phone was listening to this right. conversation yeah. and put right. this on sale, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. But yep, there is one in the Haves household now. So wow, that's that's how much of an impact her. it made. Yeah, we all loved it. Should take a poll. Maybe how a many? good Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah there For you go. For any of notes. the shades, ladies. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's a good gift idea. Well, awesome. Well, we have a list in front of us of all the ladies who were on this retreat, and so we're going to make some phone calls, see who we can get to answer the phone. 
Hey, babe. Hey, this is John Mark from Shades Midweek. How you doing, Ashley? Oh, I <laughs> forgot you were calling. Did we did we wake you up this time? No, I'm uh, clocked in. Currently. <laughs> oh, we're interrupting work. Fantastic. Yeah, even better. <laughs> well, no, we're just making a couple of phone calls to people that went on the women's retreat, and just uh, we've got Brooke here with us. Hey, friend. Hey. And we're just basically asking, um, like, what what were some of the highlights of the retreat for you? Whether it can be anything from, like, stuff that was funny and crazy to stuff that's more serious or, like, how the Lord worked in your life. But, yeah, just kind of what, what did you enjoy about the women's retreat this year? Uh, let's see. Number one, my four-hour nap on oh, Saturday. I quoted it as a three-hour. I told them no, that, that I love how it you was do a your nap. solid four. You know, I just had to listen to my heart, and it said sleep, <laughs> and so I did. Again, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, no, I always like getting to know like some of the people I wouldn't usually have time time to talk to oh, at awesome. church yeah. because small talk gives me anxiety, so I kind of just leave after church. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's awesome. Now I know. Yeah, you... and a lot of people. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You you go for it. Um, I was just gonna say a lot of people shared who, like, sharing isn't like they don't talk a lot, so it was really good to hear like from people who are, yeah, you know, they don't have a lot of words and or they're nervous about talking. So I appreciated them talking. Now I know you like a good fire. How was the bonfire, and when did that happen? All right. So here's the deal. <laughs> Is there a deal? It's a story. There's yeah, a deal. Here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. I tried to take as much off of Rebecca as I felt like I could. One being um, <clears throat> a, a hike that I slept through. <laughs> and <laughs> the other being going and buying like all the s'more stuff for the bonfire. I was like, Oh, I got this. I know what I'm doing. Well, you know, I was like, I'll call and make sure like we need to, what we need to bring. If they have wood, I'll get wood. I'll, I'll bring all the stuff. Well, they provided the wood and some like, uh, not gasoline. What's it called? Like lighter fluid. Lighter fluid. John Mark packed me like a hiking bag that had a lighter in it the entire time that I didn't know. Oh um, yeah, that's a great lighter too. It's a yes, wind. It's a windproof lighter. It's a windproof. Yeah. Wow. So we were like, we can't find a lighter. We can't find a lighter because all the smokers were pretending like they didn't smoke. <laughs> and so this is Amber a church Little, retreat. Had your one, lighters once again. Uh, things that are different between when the Shades Valley women get together and when yeah. the Shades Valley men get together. Right. <laughs> well, a similarity was I wanted to prove to John Mark, myself, and the women who think I uh, just maybe sing and work for a living that I can start a fire. <laughs> so Amber Little was like, "Oh, I have a um, what's it? What was it called? Like a it's flint? like a little." flint and I was like oh what's that and she goes here and she just like pulls it out of her purse like she carries it around <laughs> and I was like oh this is even better I'm gonna start this thing like a legit camper and so um we were out there Cargill was out there with me and I was like I think the wood Amber Little was being so sweet like watching us struggle struggle <laughs> struggle struggle 
And she comes out there. She's like, can I, um, is it okay? And that homegirl just laid down in the mud and just started building <laughs> a fire, like blowing on it, telling us what to go get. So I just, you know, I just laid it down and said, you do you. And she built a fire. They, we they, did end up finding a lighter. So we used a lighter. Awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Littles, they do, like, pioneer camp. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like that that kind of... Yeah, they do, like, let me live like they lived back then. Right. Mm-hmm. They, like, don't have clocks. Like, she told us all about it. Like, they don't do clocks. They, I don't know, they build trees Just look at the leaves. sun to see <laughs> what time it is. Houses out of... Yeah, it was just... I was like, this is just not who I am, and I'm okay with that. Well, I have I have one uh, question for you because I want to hear this story from your perspective. So, okay. uh, Holly told me I, th- I think it was the first night there that she mm-hmm. was like in bed and her roommate was getting ready for bed, and all of a sudden your head <laughs> pops through the door. <laughs> I want to hear this story from your perspective. I've not told John Mark this story. Let me tell you, if I can't sleep or eat something like correctly or in like the right order I don't like I'm just gonna be who I am and do something about it (laughs) and so Jennifer Cargill was like hey what kind of room do you want because I helped like whatever not put it on but I helped a little bit and I was like I don't know what do you think she's like let's do the downstairs room because then all the young people will want to stay up but then we can like go to sleep I'm like oh so like that's where I am I'm I'm worried about my sleep. Obviously, I got it. But anyways, well, so I get into bed and Jennifer texts me or I texted her first and I was like, I think there's a herd of elephants upstairs. Like, I think Amber Little went and got like animals and brought them into the house or someone's playing Dance Dance Revolution. And I about had it. And I went upstairs and I barged into Holly's room because it was above ours. I was like, are y'all like dancing in here? <laughs> and Holly was sitting on the bench. She's like, I am not moving. And I think it was Christy Crump. She was brushing her teeth. I'm like, do you dance when you brush your teeth? <laughs> they were dying laughing. And so I really thought like the living room was going to be full of people, but no one was in there. I was like, so I texted Jennifer. I'm like, there's nobody upstairs unless someone's like, it was like a very inconsistent walk too. Like I didn't know, like it, someone wasn't walking. Like they were doing something other. They were like jumping or doing some like I don't know. Did y'all ever on figure it. it out? It's just loud. It was just like it, no, we like totally didn't figure it out. But it was just loud. I but told Holly, guys, I'm like there's there's a raccoon in the air conditioning vent or something. Yeah. No, yeah. it was heavier than that. But I told it wasn't like a tapping. It was like pounding. But y'all, John Mark's gonna be so embarrassed. Before we released on Saturday night, I said, hey, guys, I just got an announcement. I'm sure everyone thought I was about to, like, share a vision. I'm like, if you're sleeping upstairs, just don't run around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Everyone looked at me like, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, they're probably all thinking, you slept for four hours. We don't care about you. Oh. oh my goodness! Attention, all! It's retreat, Grandma over here. That is so good. Hey, I don't even care. I don't even care. I know it's one of the things that I love and respect about you, Mister yeah. Rowe, is that you are fully Ashley Duro. Yep. It's like here I am. I am. You can love it or leave it, people. 
And we love No, you. it was fine. It was fine. I felt comfortable enough to say that. So. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Well, thanks for letting us call and interrupt your work day. Fine, you know, one day I'll get a full full episode, but I'll just take these little calls right. every now and then. <laughs> listen, sure. listen, it's coming. It's coming. We uh we are having to debate constantly with our producer. He always has reasons why we need to kick that can down the road. He's scared to ask me. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I think twenty twenty three is looking like a good year to oh do. Oh my it. word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. Fine. I'm rooting for you, Ashley. All, All right. right, guys. Thanks. We'll see you later. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Dude, we've got to get your bride in here for her full meet a member. Uh, or... we, we have to. It's or... going to be out of control. Yeah. It's... I've heard just little things here and there that I'm like, I need the full story on Ashley DeRoe. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we've we've made uh, we've made promises from her. Not no one's talking about her, oh, like yeah, from yeah. her mouth. Oh no, no, for sure. We've made promises not only of getting all the staff wives in here, which the only one that's been in here so far is Holly, right. um, but uh, we've also made promises about one day featuring uh, a staff wife takeover, yes. like where they would do a full episode of Shades Midweek and just be at the helm. You know. <laughs> It, what would be good is getting Jordan in here now that she's on maternity leave. Brad mm-hmm. could keep Elizabeth Ann. She could come in here. Brad wouldn't even be in here. Well, I mean, and, I mean, since in. since how is that abnormal for Brad <laughs> right, to miss an right episode? to miss Jade's midweek? Oh my right. word! But if we have Jordan in here before we have Ashley, she might uh, she might true. kill you in All your right. sleep. You're right. You're <laughs> or right. Or cut your hair or something. Right. We'll, we'll make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. <laughs> All right. Let's call somebody else. Let's call Amy Ross because there was an art project that they did and it will be displayed here, but I don't know how much I can reveal about it. Okay. So let's call her and ask her about the art thing. We'll see if she answers. Hello? Amy, it's John Mark and Jonathan and Brooke Primo. We're recording Shades Midweek right now. Nice. I'm at Express Oil Change getting an oil change. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Way to keep up on that maintenance, Amy. That's something I yeah, never I'm do. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, we're just sitting around. Trying ha- to check the boxes. Right, right. <laughs> we're just sitting around having a conversation about the women's retreat. And yeah. before we ask you about the art project, uh, yes. is there anything particular about the retreat that you would like to share that you experienced, whether funny or serious or anything like that? Any any memory of the retreat stand out? I really enjoyed um, it. It just seemed like everybody was able to rest when they needed to and take time when they needed to, which I thought was great. Yeah, we've, like, we've heard a lot about that from Ashley. Durow. Yeah, I thought it was just really good and there was enough time in there for everybody women need rest that's what i'm hearing we have so many balls in the air you know what's funny amy sorry to interrupt you i heard from so many women like this past sunday which was a week out from retreat like how was your week and everybody's week was terrible and it was because it was because things just really unravel without us and that's why we need rest (laughs) yeah yeah it is true yeah that's awesome. That makes me sad, though. I hate that everyone's week is terrible. No, I just, there were a few women who were like, yeah, I came home and my kids were sick. And... Yeah, mine was pretty good. So I'm so glad. <laughs> yes, I, it was pretty good. Uh-huh. Well, so we've heard about this art project. 
that y'all did and that it's actually going to be end up like being on display here at Shades. Is that right? Yes, that's right. We didn't know what, well, John Mark and I don't know what the art project was, uh, but Brooke said she didn't know how much she was allowed to reveal or talk about it. Um, oh. So. Is it, yeah, is it a secret? Is there nah, going to be an unveiling? I will share I wanted with it us. to kind of say a, yeah, well, I just wanted it to say a secret from the women before we went mm-hmm. so that they were like, oh, you know, and then they got to be a part of something that they were already sort of viewing on a, an emotional and spiritual level, but they were able to make some kind of like, you know, like, like they used to stack stones in the old Testament. It was, it felt like that to me. Mm-hmm. So it was little clay remember. pieces, right? That yeah. you mean? Yes. And so we, everybody was given like, small clay pieces and they pressed uh, they had to collect nature from where we were and press those items into the clay and mm-hmm. make sort of like teardrop ovalish shaped little blobs that will all be glazed and be a part of one big piece so it was like you know the whole theme was making us one and I was like well what if we just all make one thing mm-hmm. so it's, I think it's going to be really beautiful that's awesome. They're still drying yeah. at this moment. They're yeah. so pretty. I actually didn't get to participate, but I saw all the clay pieces laid out and like with the leaves pressed into them. It was just like yeah. so beautiful. I think it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. And I'm going to glaze it with three different glazes so that it's, it will all be one color, all be white, but it will be like different, three different types of white. Mm-hmm. Um, just to pull it together, but also to give it some texture. So I think it'll, I think it's going to be really pretty. How big will it be? And we have like a hundred pieces. So, oh, wow. well, it's going to be sort of like a chandelier, you oh, know, okay. like a big like a ceiling circular hanging. mobile, but like with the feel of like way. a fairy chandelier, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like kind of, it's all natural and all hand formed, but it will all be cool. put together and, and make one thing. So like, will it be, I, I'm thinking about like, right when you walk in the main doors, like before the, uh, before the staircase, not, not the, that's, that's not, not what what's technically the front doors, what's technically, it's technically right. the side through drive through right. doors. Uh, like, is it, would it be big enough? Like, will it feel too small for that space? Or if we suspend it? I think if we hang it down some, like, you know, like yeah, we'll have yeah. to get some dudes on a lift to go up there with a chain and, and hook it up. But um, I think that's probably where it should go. And once it's all put together, we can see, you know, is that going to be too small and we can move it sure, somewhere sure. else. But I really feel like it will, I think that might be a great place for it to go. Yeah, that would be, that would be really cool. Uh, John Hudson yeah. shared with us uh, a long time ago that there was, there was an originally a plan for some kind of chandelier type thing. Right to be in that Well, there you space. go, buddy. So that that would be awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, and it, it'll be like, you know, I mean, it definitely could have a light put above it to kind of shine on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, even just a string light with a bulb that would sort of hang right above everything or even down in the middle of all of it. Right. To, you know, make, make it where you really see it. So I think it's going to be great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Amy, thanks for taking our call like while you're at the express sure. oil change. <laughs> Absolutely. We can hear like the ba- yeah, we can hear some of the stuff yeah. in the background. Oh, wow. 
it's a little loud. Is that you no. testing your horn? <laughs> that is your blinkers? their phone ringing. Their phone, phone rings at like volume 200. So <laughs> it is oh. It is really loud. But, well, y'all have fun. Thanks for calling me. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. See Bye. Hello? Rebecca. How are you? This is Jonathan Hafes, live on hey. Shades Midweek. I'm here with John Mark DeRoe <laughs> and with Brooke Primo. How hey. are you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all? We are doing fantastic. Listen, we're doing an episode uh, about the okay. women's retreat um, and oh. just calling a bunch of different people, asking them what their experience of it was and what have not. And so we, uh, we've kind of, you know, no... Uh, that you had a little bit of a hand in the planning of this thing. Yeah. So, so how did that happen? How did you get suckered in? <laughs> um. Well, we were at a small group, and Park said we need we need to start like getting the word out there. We need someone to like take charge of this, or it may not happen for this year. And um, I don't know. I don't know what came over me, but I was like, well, I mean. I feel like I can do that. I should. I'll just go ahead and say yes, and then, yeah, that's that's how it happened. And you just stepped right in. I just stepped right in. That's that's awesome. So, what uh, uh anything particular fun or challenging about planning the retreat this year? Um. Well, I would say I was like so so thankful that like right away I had Ashley Drew say that she would be in charge of registration because. She did all the heavy lifting at the front end um, with registration. So that was, I was so thankful for that. Um, and then my role, like, stepped in when it was, when she was done with that part. Um, so that made a huge difference. And then Jim Cargyle uh, was helping with all of it all along the way from beginning to end. Um, so I don't even know, I don't even remember how, like, that team formed but all of a sudden it formed and we were all in it (laughs) all 100 percent. like yeah sharing the load um it also helped like it helped a lot that you know all of us have been to the women's retreat before so we know kind of you know what the what the vibe is what we're going for um so that and but um it was it was interesting because i was telling uh Basically, the week before the women's retreat happened, I was having, like, the worst week in, like, since I had gotten diagnosed with lupus a year ago, where all of my symptoms were flaring up worse than they had before, and I was feeling terrible, um, and still, you know, working my job, and still, and then also planning the women's retreat, and I texted Shay, and I said, you know how you would get a migraine every year as soon as we would get to the women's retreat? And she was like, yep. <laughs> and I said, well, this is what's happening to me right now. And uh, so I was like, I guess this is just part of the job description. <laughs> right, right. Sounds like uh, sounds like a pretty direct attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my um, But it was really awesome because, you know, I was able to be like, because at the end of the day, you know, the theme of the women's retreat was all about community. And mm-hmm. I do feel very much like, you know, this is my community. So I was able to just be really honest with everyone all throughout the way, you know, how I was feeling and, um, how, you know, what was going on with me and 
so, you know, that helped a ton. And um, when I would be like, I can't, you know, Ashley or Jen would be like, I got it, I got it. Um, and, you know, vice versa. Um, so that was, that was just really like cool to see. And, you know, with everybody that was involved in helping with the ones retreat, um, I just constantly let my, my rhetoric was, this is, if it's stressful, not worth it. Let's figure out something else not stressful. Mm-hmm. And so I had to keep telling myself that the entire last week of, okay, this is stressful. We got to figure something out and do something different. And so, um, who, who came up with the theme for the weekend, making us one? Um, well, I named it that just because I just love that song so much. Awesome. Um, but it was kind of a putting together of head between me and Park and Grace. Um, because they, you know, we all just kind of, when we had initial conversation about what we wanted it to be about, we were all kind of on the same page about what mm-hmm. was on our heart. And then uh, it was one, it was actually one Sunday that you were preaching on the first Corinthians 12 passage. And then we were also singing, making us one. And I was like, that's it. That's what I want that passage. And I want that mm-hmm. like song. We sing that song every day while we were there. That's cool. That's um, awesome. So yeah, it was, it just kind of all, you know, came together based on what we had on our heart. Awesome. Yeah. Well, do you have like a favorite memory or, or, or it sounds weird to say memory, I guess, because it's like not that far away. <laughs> do you have a favorite thing that happened or, or whether for you personally or the group as a whole or favorite part of the retreat? I honestly think my favorite part was like what we did the very first night when Hannah Rubin like let us in some icebreakers. Mm. Um, oh yeah, Ashley. Ashley said that was awesome. That was really fun. What's really funny yeah. is I, the the thing that's been said to me multiple times by every lady that has told me about the icebreakers was they said something to the effect of, "So that first night we did icebreakers, and my first thought was, oh, icebreakers, <laughs> but then it was awesome. Yeah. Like that's kind of how everybody <laughs> everybody was. So, but we, yeah, keep keep, oh, yeah. keep going though. We interrupted you. No, it's fine. No, I knew. I knew that when I said we're doing icebreakers, people would not be jumping up and down. And I also knew that they would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I think I can thank my experience with group therapy. Like, I'm not afraid. of. Yes. Rebecca, I kept thinking all um, weekend, like, you're the best person to lead this. Because even, like, during our sessions, your questions were so good. And I was like, oh, she's a group therapist. That's She's doing great. <laughs> That's how we'll advertise um, for the women's retreat next year. It's led by a group therapist. Free group therapy. <laughs> Come to the retreat. Oh, the amount of eye rolls I got with things that I tried to do or ask, especially by Grace, was hilarious. I loved, you asked one question that was like, we were talking about, you know, we're all part of the body. And we kind of talked about like, you know, there's some type A's and we need them because they actually get stuff done. And then there's like, What's the opposite of that? Is type B a thing? Type B. Yeah. The visionaries. There's there's the visionaries and then there's the executors. Yes. And you asked if you if you were a part of a body, like a physical body, in our Shades Valley body, what part of the body would you be? And I think everybody rolled their eyes, but that question like got so much good conversation going. I know. I know. Um, yeah, I just love questions like that because they just make you think a little bit more in the abstract. Um, which I think is good. So that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for just—I mean, really like spearheading 
uh, the retrieval. I know you had a great team that came around you, but also know that you were one of the primary driving forces behind the whole thing. And so just thank you so much for doing that. And then thank you for letting us call you in the middle of the work day. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Glad I could answer. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we hope you have a good rest of the day. All right. You too. All right. We'll talk to you later. See you. Bye. Bye. Hey. Summer. Hey, this is Jonathan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm actually also on the phone is John Mark and Brooke Primo is on the phone. We are calling you while we are recording Shades Midweek. Oh, cool. (laughs) Did we catch you at a bad moment? Uh. No, just just working. Yeah, Brooke told us that you work at a construction company and lay brick for a living. Yeah, on the side. <laughs> this, this one we're in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, so we're actually we're calling several people just talking about the uh, the women's retreat, and we got uh, we got word uh, through Brooke right here that you led yoga at the women's retreat. An amazing I yoga did. session. I did. Yes, we did it outside. It was a beautiful day. And yeah, it was awesome. T- tell us just a little bit about, because uh, you you do yoga more than just in the women's retreat. And Brooke, you specifically mentioned, you were like, she had some really cool things to say about relating. Say it again, how you said it. Yes. So I was saying that you had some really good thoughts on like the body of Christ and like our physical bodies when you're leading yoga, like how you think of yoga and exercising your body and showing your physical body, like care and stewarding that well and then somehow you really articulately related that to the body of christ <laughs> not to um, put yeah. you not to put pressure on you to recreate that right now but i was just telling no, them please lead, lead us through <laughs> yoga right now over the phone oh yeah yeah everyone take a deep inhale um yeah so our theme was uh making us one and so we were talking about unity and as i started thinking about that in the week putting up to it um what came to my mind, especially in the context of yoga, was uh, not only are we one body, the church, but we have been created um, as human beings made in the image of God. And that is a physical body. It is a, a mind and a soul and heart and emotions. And so um, we, as we moved and breathed, we came back to uh, scripture, Psalm 139, about how we have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, and so we just kind of contemplated that in worship as we moved and um, read the same passage in different translations and paraphrases. And, um, you know, it was interesting, the different translations and the words that they used, like one version said how wonderfully complex we are. And so, you know, as we're moving our bodies in all of these shapes, kind of just taking a moment to um, to really contemplate and like thank the Lord for our amazing bodies and just the ways, all the different ways that we've been created, um, but how perfect and unique each one of us are. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is the sort of good stuff she is able to say. <laughs> That's so good. Thank you, Summer. That's awesome. Yeah. Summer, yeah, I, know, I enjoyed it. I know for a while you were leading uh, some yoga classes uh, up here at Ch- Are you still doing that sometimes mm-hmm. on Sunday afternoons? <laughs> I am still doing that, yeah. Um, so we've been meeting almost a year. I think I started wow. maybe November of last year. And, um, yeah, we're still still rocking every other Sunday at 4 upstairs. 
Um, and it is a mix of um, some shades people, and then there's some some women that come from just around the community that have heard about it. Um, so cool. it's been a it's been a fun little kind of extra community group. You know, the the people that come regularly have gotten to know each other, and it's been a it's kind of a sweet time of fellowship and and worship. And so post retreat, I've had a couple of more shade people come. So That's awesome. yeah, everybody's welcome. Yeah, if somebody wanted to get more information about that should they just email you yeah yeah that would be great you, you um, don't have to give your email out on the podcast okay. to the, the general <laughs> world if you don't want to yeah we'll we'll just say either if you're interested and you're listening to this either email midweek at shadesvalley.org or you can sure. email the office at office yeah. at shadesvalley.org and we will pass that along yes. to summer yeah, yes. that well, would be awesome. We don't want to keep you too long, but maybe just one more thing. What uh, outside of uh, your time leading yoga, what was maybe your favorite thing from the retreat? Whether you know, funny, serious, whatever. What, what was kind of your your favorite part of the weekend? Oh gosh, uh, you know, I love the just the conversations that happened in the downtime. Um, so a few late nights, uh, everyone sitting around, and then. You know, there were a lot of porches and walking chairs, and so just people would kind of filter around and find a place to sit. And yeah, I just liked getting to know people better. It was great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Summer, thank you for leading yoga at the retreat, for doing it at Shades, and for uh, and for letting us call you and interrupt you in the middle of the workday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no oh. problem. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Summer. All right. All right bye. bye. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Jolie. I, ju- I just realized I need to change your name in my uh, contacts because it still says Peterman. I need to change it to Kirk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've got John Mark on the phone as well as Brooke Primo, and you are talking to us during the recording of Shades Midweek. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's calling. I was like, uh, I got to gotta answer. Oh, my gosh. This is so much pressure. You That's better so answer when oh. your pastor calls. That's hilarious. Is this an okay time? Do you have a moment? Yeah, the baby I nanny is still sleeping. Okay, so. awesome. Oh, awesome. Yes. Well, we, we're just calling a couple of people and talking about the women's retreat. Oh, my gosh. What, I, what was it like? It was, honestly, it was amazing. It was just. It was relaxing and you could just feel the spirit so just so fully in the room and just honestly getting to know these ladies even more. I think me and Brooke are besties now. I think she'll say the we same are. thing. Because um, <laughs> this was your first yeah, one. Was, no, this was my second one. This was my first one. Um, uh, first one going away. Yes, yes. Yeah. The last time it was like the COVID one. So right. it was um, at the church. But yeah, I had an amazing time. Uh, I got to help Brooke lead worship and... I was a small group leader too. That was really really fun. Oh, oh, we we heard specifically about worship with John Mark. You yeah, want to talk about this? I heard you played the cajon, which is very exciting. We I need to did. get you. We need to get you to play cajon on Sunday mornings. Oh yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Well, for I, those <laughs> listening who don't know and, what a cajon is, can right. you explain that? It's a box it's, drum. It's like a percussion box that you pl- that you can sit so. on and play. Yeah, um, that's really fun. Did and, you did you sing and play percussion at the same time? Um, I did a little bit, but not into a mic. We didn't have enough mic. Yeah. Can I just say, Jolie is such a yes person. Like, (laughs) I was like, oh, can you sing with me? Yes. And then I was like, I mean, percussion would be nice. And I was like, do you play? And she was like, not really, but like, I can bang on a thing to the, (laughs) to the beat. (laughs) So 
I just love Jolie is like, yeah, whatever. I'll I'll do it. Do, do you own a cajon? No, I don't. I played a little in college and Okay. We were was... talking about cuz like Saturday was going to be like the big like a lot a lot more people were going to be there and I was asking her like was anybody else playing and she was like, "Well, I mean, we have like a cajon." I was like, "All right, I'll play it. Ashley's singing, you're playing guitar. Let's do it." Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. It was so fun. Well, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. You, you were also a small group leader. So what was that like? That was really fun. I was a little nervous because I think I was like one of the youngest women there. I just think it's kind of scary sometimes coming into this like established church. Mm-hmm. Everybody has really good relationships with each other. And I was kind of like the newcomer almost. And so I definitely had some doubts going in like, oh, well, you're not spiritually mature enough for all these ladies that have years and years, you know who've gone through marriage and kids and stuff, but um, they needed people to volunteer to be a song. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. And I was really, really blessed by it. I felt very connected with all the ladies in my group. And um, I just think like we, we can all learn from each other. It's not just all the younger folks coming to the older ladies. And you know what I mean? Like everybody has wisdom. God speaks to all of us mm-hmm. in so many different ways. And so it was really, really refreshing for me just kind of, getting to just kind of facilitate discussion. It was really, really good. Time. Well, I know that Ashley was in your group and well, she had great, yeah. th- I mean, she said so many good things about yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm looking at a list of the ladies that were in your group and I'm like, man, you had some really solid heavy hitters. I like, like Lisa I mean, Theus and Caroline Grant, but then you had some real troublemakers like this Brooke <laughs> and this Ashley person. Like, <laughs> cool. Always steering the conversation off topic. Hannah and Lisa, yeah, we had oh, yeah, we had a really Ruben. good time. It's oh, a good group. Yeah, you had Debbie in there too. That's awesome. Yeah, you yeah. are so right though, Jolie. Because one of the things I like about retreat is like there's all different ages of women, different stages of life. There's singles. There's marrieds. There's like people with kids. People with kids out of the house. Newlyweds. Like, newlyweds named yeah. Jolie. <laughs> Yeah, and so you're so right. I feel like everybody had really great wisdom to share because even like some of these young girls in their 20s, they would just lay a truth bomb. And I was like, that is good stuff right there. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it was awesome, awesome retreat. I feel like everybody feels the same way. It was just really good to just connect and have that specific time where we're away from distractions and you know, just not necessarily cut off from the world, but like we're here to spend time with each other. That was just Mm -hmm. something very sweet for my soul. You mentioned you had a really great, like private quiet time. Did you find a really, you mentioned you found a really pretty place to have your, like your alone quiet time with God. Um, In the little building that um, I was staying in with my roommates, there was a beautiful back porch. And so I just kind of went over there and there were these giant wind chimes. And rocking chairs. I was like, cool, okay. So I went and um, Grace Walensky had all the fun teas for all of us. So I made myself some tea, grabbed my Bible. I actually grabbed a hymnal too because um, I grew up Southern Baptist and I have, I just know all the hymns. And so I went out and I sat underneath the wind chimes and oh, I was just talking to God and the wind was just blowing everywhere and it was, it was so nice. And I later I grabbed the hymnal. I was just sitting in a rocking chair just kind of singing to myself and that was just a really, really sweet moment of quiet, which I don't get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, also, don't really like to be alone a lot of the time. I like to be around people, but that was a really sweet, quiet time that I had just being in nature. And I think planning a women's retreat to be in the fall was the perfect plan, honestly. I don't know who planned it, but 
it's just oh my gosh, just looking at God's glory everywhere, and everybody's in their sweaters. It's just, oh. <laughs> So awesome. Sweater weather. Oh, we said that so much <laughs> at the retreat. Oh, yeah. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Except for whenever yoga happened. It was really hot. Yeah, <laughs> it was very hot during yoga. The sun, like, came out of nowhere. <laughs> Is it, isn't hot yoga a thing? That is a thing. Sweat I mean, out yeah, those toxins. I don't think anybody intended for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, Jolie, we're so glad that you got to to go and be a part, and then just for all the ways that you led as well. And thanks for letting us call you right in the middle of your work day, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this was fun. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And I'll see you next week, Brooke, for dinner. Yes, I'll see you then. Oh, are we all invited <laughs> to this? She said What's we're that? best friends now. <laughs> we're best friends We're now. not kidding. We're best friends now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, all we right, hope well, you have a great rest guys. of the day. Thank you. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Well, Brooke, to kind of like, I guess, wrap it up after all of those amazing phone calls and yes. such, if there are any ladies that didn't get to go this year and that, mm-hmm. you know, we're kind of sitting on the fence or have not, what what would you say to them about women's retreat for next year or, or just get involved with anything with the women in general? Because there's, there's lots of different things that happen. So yes. what would you say? I think a lot of women, like even on the retreat, shared that women have a lot of insecurities Um, and people I think come in to shades feeling like, oh, there's this established community and like, I'm not a part of that. Um, and like, that's not true at all. So everybody wants to welcome you in. And if there's something you're interested in, like a women's Bible study, there's singles groups, there's lots of things that you can get involved in. And then also just... I think you said this, Jonathan, like just going to lunch with somebody after church, mm. like people are going somewhere, just come up yep. and say like, where are we going? You know, um, if, if you don't know who to ask, like seriously, come up to me after service on a Sunday and be like, Jonathan, where are people going to lunch? Cause my family doesn't go to lunch every Sunday, but I can find you people who are like, yeah. I promise there's two or three groups headed somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's one of the fun things about just like sitting around and talking in rocking chairs is like, we all kind of realize our insecurities are all the same. And even Mm -hmm. like one person said, I never thought you would feel that way. Like you seem so connected. Like I never thought you would feel nervous about, you know, connecting with somebody. So if you're feeling that way, everyone else is too. So just come on out and just make a friend and the women here like are such a good community and we want you to be a part of it. And another like thing I think that keeps women from coming sometimes is like, they don't know who to room with. Right. And I kind of, I never request a roommate. I just like to see who I get. Play roommate roulette. (laughs) Yes. Roommate roulette. (laughs) And every year I get a wonderful roommate and I like really get to connect with that person. Like Joni Ford was my roommate this year and I really enjoyed being her roommate and getting that extra time with her. And then, one of my roommates from a previous uh, retreat doesn't even, she moved away. She doesn't even go to church or anymore, but we like have an hour phone date every week. Wow. So that's cool. there's some really great friendships that are born out of retreat because you're just dead. Anything you dedicate time to, it's going to benefit from. So Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And if you want to know more about ways you can get involved uh, in different things for ladies here at Shades Valley, one of the easiest places to start is on the website. You go scroll over the top menu to the tab that says community and there's a little button that says groups and you can find there any specific women's Bible studies. Um, and there are a couple there to choose from. Some are age specific. Some are just any ladies can come. Um, and, uh, 
and then we can also we do our best through the email, through the bulletin, yeah. And then sometimes through Shades Midweek to keep you abreast of things that are going on. Like I, I don't know that it's on the books, but I've heard rumor of a Christmas brunch, a women's Christmas brunch mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. So we do I've, that so every I've, year. Yeah, so I've, I've heard stirrings, but we'll keep you abreast of those kinds of things. Um, so yeah, so there are lots of different ways to to connect and to, to get involved. But Brooke, thank you so much for taking Thanks time. Thanks for having me. I love when I get to come here. Listen. We, awesome. I, we wish you had the time to just make it just a normal thing yeah. because <laughs> e- every time you come on, people email us and are like, Brooke should be a new staple. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, we're we're like, we agree. Can you start a GoFundMe so that we can pay her to be here okay. right. every well, week? <laughs> let's just let's throw this out there. Let's let me host the wife takeover. Oh, I like it. And I will get all the dirt. I like (laughs) it. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, that could work. John Mark gets nervous, and I'm like, yes, let's do it. Get it on the schedule. (laughs) All right, we'll talk about it. (laughs) We'll make it happen. All right. I love it. Well, Brooke, since Brad's not here, do you want to tell everybody that uh, we thank them for listening to to Shades Midweek? They can email us, uh, midweek at shadesvalley.org, because here at Shades Midweek... She doesn't know that. You don't know Brad's <laughs> line? You don't know Brad's line? You're part of the... Yeah, oh yeah. You are part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That was it. We'll, okay. we'll see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>